By the time you're listening to this podcast, there'll probably only be a handful of shopping days left until Christmas. Hi, I'm Bryant Wright, the president of Sin Relief. What do you get for the person who has everything? Well, I have a suggestion. In a New York City neighborhood called Mott Haven, where one out of every five adults is considered idle, meaning they're not in school and not employed, there's an inner city ministry there called Graffiti 2. And for the past couple of months, Graffiti 2 has looked and sounded a bit like Santa's workshop. In this episode of Stories of Hope, we'll tell you not just how Sin Relief partners in the Bronx are building witnessing relationships, but we'll also tell you how you can help them meet needs and change lives this Christmas season. Here is their story of hope. Every Monday at 8.27 a.m., the two train screeches to a halt at the Grand Concourse station, and the taxicabs blow their horns at the jaywalkers on 149th Street. It's a symphony of sound that's really only appreciated by those who've lived their whole life in the South Bronx. Monday Morning in Mott Haven is one of Millie Medina's favorite pieces of music. But of course, Millie has lots of favorite songs. Music is like the biggest thing for me. It calms me down. It just gets me to the zone. I can be upset and I put on music and I get happy. So when I'm working, I'm there by myself. I put on my music. I'm in my zone and I just cut and cut and cut. This episode of Stories of Hope is about what one person in a place like the South Bronx can accomplish with a radio, a bolt of fabric, and a sharp pair of scissors. I was like on public assistance, but you don't have to have everything in life. And I'm glad that all that stuff, see, everything that has got has happened in my life was to bring me to where I am right now. From Send Relief, this is Stories of Hope, Episode 74, Made in Mott Haven. It was like seeing an alien from outer space. That's what it was like the first time Millie Medina saw Andrew Mann. I had seen Andrew around the neighborhood, and I asked, I was like, who's that? And they were like, he lives here. I said, he lives here. And the reason why I questioned, like, he lives here? Because this is a prominent Hispanic and Black community. You will rarely see Caucasians around here. So I was like, he lives here? And I'm like, Why? Sixteen years ago, Andrew Mann moved to Millie's neighborhood, Mott Haven, to lead a Send Relief ministry center called Graffiti 2. There's uh, 90,000 people in about one or two square miles here in Mott Haven, uh, and and so a lot of people in a small space. uh, And, uh, of course, I could rattle off statistics showing the problems and the difficulties. Uh, Most of those problems and difficulties we really trace back to just a simple word we call trauma. And uh, 
Um, it's not just one thing. It's two, three, four, five, six things, sometimes in a month for certain people. Uh, and so we are trying to uh, address uh, those traumatic experiences, the the hardships of life. And um, it's easy to notice the problems. We try to also recognize there are a lot of other stories here. Uh, and, and it's a beautiful place. I, I often say it's like Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. It's just R-rated. Drop a little girl into an R-rated Mr. Rogers neighborhood and it's very likely that one day she'll become an R-rated grown-up. Exhibit A, Millie Medina. Millie is as Mott Haven as they come. Right down to her South Bronx accent and her spare you the details backstory. I was born in Puerto Rico. I came here when I was six years old. So I was raised here in this area all my life for, let me see, 47 years I've been living around here. And I was like out there doing stuff I wasn't supposed to be doing. Drinking, partying. Oh, it was crazy. In the summer of 2006, Millie took her six-year-old son to a sports camp at Graffiti 2. She had no intention of attending church there. She didn't even know there was a church there. But then, one thing led to another thing that led to another thing that led to another thing. My son went to um, camp and I just take him and pick him up. And then my son one day said, Mommy, I want to go to church. So I guess the Lord touched him through the um, Bible studies they did in camp. I guess it was like he wanted to know more of God. And he asked me and I took him. And I went, but it wasn't something that I got hooked immediately. I was like in and out. But in 2011, it just like, I felt like my life was going downhill. Like I couldn't take it anymore. And that's when I accepted Christ in my life. And now I have peace. Thank God I have peace now. But that is not the end. Millie accepted Christ. Millie found peace, but Millie still had issues. She started coming to church after her son was in the sports camps and after school program. And uh, there was a lot in her life that um, she was um, bringing to God, saying, uh, God, I need help with these things. And the biggest thing Millie needed help with was a job. Just like thousands of other people in Mott Haven, she didn't have one. That's why Andrew Mann and his staff at Graffiti 2 started G2 Works. New York City is a hard place to be self-sustaining. I don't care who you are. Uh, and most people living here in the South Bronx are on some version of public assistance some way, shape, or form. There's statistics that tell us one out of five uh, young, young adults are considered idle, uh, so not in school, don't have a job. Uh, and so initially, G2 Works began with our artisan group, uh, where it's a small business that we want to be able to stand on its own legs as a business, be uh, a, a business that is able to both employ people, uh, that not only is producing a product, but it's uh, able to invest in the lives of the people uh, that uh, are, are the artisans that are making the products.
That is how Millie Medina ended up sitting in a room at 8.27 on a Monday morning with a radio, a bolt of fabric, and a pair of scissors. Now, she and three other women cut and sew and fasten and stitch. They make scarves and scrunchies and handbags and hairbands, and then G2 markets and sells their products online. Millie and her co-workers call themselves artisans. It's a job title that has a nice ring to it. We have as four of us, as four ladies, three of them sew, and I'm the one that does the cutting. And after I started doing it, I loved doing it. I learned to love cutting. <laughs> cutting materials to do different things that at the end, when we look at what we did, it's amazing. Before I used to worry about everything, I used to stress about everything, but now this is my life right here. This is my second home. And it feels it feels good when you can do something on your own. Um knowing that okay, God gives me the will and he gives me the way for me to go and do what I have to do to support my family. If you'd like to see all the items Millie has helped create, you can visit G2Works at graffiti2ministries.org slash shop. That's G-R-A-F-F-I-T-I, the number two, ministries.org slash shop. G2Works markets their products through World Crafts, a ministry of the Southern Baptist Women's Missionary Union. Through World Crafts, impoverished people from all over the world are able to start and grow their own sustainable fair trade business. God is working in the South Bronx. That is Carrie Johnson. Carrie works with Andrew at Graffiti Two. When she came to Mott Haven, she helped start G2 Works. Of course, I knew about World Crafts, but um, they didn't have many stateside artisan groups. And it was just this like, you know, that could work here. Like that could work here because adults need some things anywhere, but especially here, and they need encouragement and next steps. And um, especially here, people need a place to belong. And so that's where um, the artisan group comes into play. You can see and purchase items Millie and other G2 Works women have created and products made by women all over the world at worldcrafts.org. This is Bryant Wright again. Thank you for listening to this episode of Stories of Hope. If you'd like more practical tips and advice on how you and your church can strengthen communities by partnering with ministries like Graffiti 2, visit Sin Relief online at sinrelief.org. If you haven't already done so, subscribe to Stories of Hope. You'll automatically get a new episode every two weeks. Go to Apple or Spotify podcast and search for Stories of Hope. And finally, if you've liked what you've heard here, rate us and leave a review on Apple Podcast. That'll help other people find us and enjoy these stories too. This is Bryant Wright with Sin Relief. Join me in three weeks for another episode of Stories of Hope.